Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hi, my golf friends. Welcome back to Above Par. I'm super glad that you're here and listening. And hopefully wherever you are, are counting all of your small wins throughout the day, the week, the month, the year. Because what I want to talk to you today about is about being hard on yourself versus acknowledging and giving yourself credit for the small wins. This came up in one of our calls in the Above Par Academy when I had a member ask, is taking a small win a cop-out? Because I was encouraging everybody to focus on the small wins that they had throughout the year. Because what our brain wants to do is go to the negative first. And even if we didn't have an amazing season or things didn't go our way, there were wins for you to find and to recognize throughout the year. But what can happen, especially if we're high achievers, is we can feel like we're supposed to be hard on ourselves, that we should give ourselves a hard time, that we should not give ourselves a pass and recognize the small wins because the big goal, the big result didn't happen. We didn't have the success. We didn't have the win. We actually had a horrible season. Why would I even go throughout the season and look back and try and find the little things that I did well? It's a cop out. I sucked. I failed. Right? It was a horrible year. Work harder, do more, be hard on yourselves, crack the whip, so to speak. So if we give ourselves small wins, are we actually copping out on ourselves for really not meeting our own expectations? So what I want to talk to you today about is the reasons that you do want to acknowledge the small wins and why you don't want to be hard on yourself. Or if you are a high achiever and someone who has been hard on themselves and has seen that they've created results by doing that, thinking that it is a useful thing to do, what we've done is we've trained our brain to do that, right? And what I would tell you is that chances are, if you're being hard on yourself, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not creating results. You could be hard on yourself, beat yourself up a little bit not give yourself a pass, so to speak, and still create results from hard work and effort. But what happens is we create those results from effort. It is not effortless. It is not easy. It's coming from a negative place. It's coming from a negative energy. It's exhausting. This is how we get burnt out. I often see this with people who tell me that they see a direct correlation between the amount of effort they put in and their results. So therefore, why isn't it showing up in golf? The harder I am on myself, the harder I work, the more I see results. That's not always the case in golf. We have high standards. We can sit there and be intolerant of making mistakes and failing. That finding small wins means that we're saying it's okay that I failed. And that's not the case. I want to differentiate the two of those with you. This is really important as you go back and look throughout your year or if you have a tournament or anywhere in your life where you don't give yourself a pass, where you beat yourself up, where you're a little hard on yourself, where you can't go out and actually look at the little things that you did well. I think a lot of this we learn from our parents and from our upbringing, and then a lot of it we create out of habit. It's just something that we do. It's like, I don't deserve to be nice to myself. I didn't get what I wanted. I didn't win. I wasn't successful. I failed. Why would I be nice to myself? 
All right, so I want to talk to you about the reasons that you want to find those small wins. Let's first talk about appreciating why you want to have a small win, why you want to give yourself credit for the little things that you did well. It is not about giving yourself a pat on the back. It is not about giving yourself a pass. It's about leaving cookies, like computer cookies, in your brain so that the next time you go out there, your brain has something to tap into. Giving yourself small wins is about your future self. The next time your future self goes out there and plays and does the thing and competes, that you have something to tap into. If your only memory is I failed, then that's what you're going to tap into. But if you can remember like, oh, I did that well and I did that well and I did that well, it's going to be so much easier for you to perform your best. You want to leave cookie crumbs in your brain, not because you're giving yourself a pass, because you're trying to create an easier path for you to have positive thoughts and positive emotions in the future. What would that look like? Oh, you know, I hit it out of bounds, but I rallied and I saved a bogey. I can do that. I had a round where I wasn't playing very well. It wasn't my best ball striking round, but I still scrambled and grinded and I created a decent score. You have a cookie crumb, a memory that you can tap into the next time you don't play so well. Where your brain's like, going, well, you're not playing well today. You're not hitting it very well. So today's going to suck. And you're like, going, oh, you know what? I remember that I actually grinded it out in the past and produced some decent results. I remember that I hit in the water and I actually saved a bogey and didn't create a big number. Even though it sucked that you hit in the water and it sucked that you hit it out of bounds and you could beat yourself up over that, finding the win is going to benefit you down the road for your brain, for your future self. So the reason that we want to find the wins is because of the benefit that it does to our brain. So we have something that we can tap into down the road. The second reason we want to find those small wins is because beating yourself up takes us into a negative place. Negative words create negative emotions, create negative actions, create negative results. So if you're saying, I suck, I should be better, which is shame. I failed. I'm a disappointment. That feels horrible. And when you feel horrible, and disappointed and shame, you don't take positive action. You don't move yourself in the direction that you want to go. You sulk, you hide, you retreat, you disengage from people. You might temporarily quit and stop practicing. And then you're going to create a negative result from that. So when you beat yourself up, also knowing that that creates negative emotions and negative actions, it creates this negative momentum. And when you create negative momentum, it takes energy, just like a train going downhill or a truck going downhill. It takes energy for us to stop that truck or that train. And then it takes energy for us to move it in the other direction. So we don't want to get ourselves going in the wrong direction unnecessarily because it's going to take so much more energy and time for us to turn around and start feeling better and start creating better results. We're just stalling our progress, which leads me to the third point, which is tell me the upside. If you can tell me that there is an upside to you beating the crap out of yourself for not having the season that you wanted or the round that you wanted or the score that you wanted, the result, the placement, the qualification, whatever it might be, if you can tell me what the upside is for beating the heck out of yourself and berating yourself and not giving yourself a pass, text me, email me, kathy at kathyheartwood.com. Tell me what the upside is. And if you're going to tell me 
that when I beat myself up, I motivate myself, I start to get more focused, I re-engage, I'm going to say, no, you do not. You've pivoted. You have shifted your thoughts to something that is useful. You have not done it from a place of beating yourself up. You have pivoted to something that sounds like, all right, enough, let's get going. You've used that thought, not I suck. I'm not good enough. I'm never going to win. That thought does not motivate you and does not drive you and does not get you inspired and does not drive you to take action. You have pivoted there to a useful thought. Thoughts are optional. You get to think that thought right now. How long do you end up staying in this negative place until you pivot to something that actually drives you forward? Now we can create this habit. Like I have the habit of, I beat myself up for like two days and then I turn myself around, pull myself up by my bootstraps and I start going in the other direction. Therefore it seems useful to me. It is not the beating up of yourself that drives you to action is that pivoting, that optional thought that you get to think. You get to think that right away. Why waste two days being miserable? So I'm saying no, being hard on yourself does not drive positive action. That's different than sitting there going, okay, come on, we can do better. And you're actually trying to not beat yourself up, but re-engage and motivate yourself like you would a team that's fallen behind. As long as it's coming from positive energy, it's different. But if you're beating the crap out of yourself and telling yourself that you suck and that you're not good enough, and then you're going to tell me that's what drives you to take action and get you re-engaged, I'm saying that's not true. You've pivoted to a more useful thought. You're basically like going, enough of this. Let's go and move forward. Fine. Just keep shortening that window. There's no reason to suffer unnecessarily in this negative place. There is no upside to beating yourself up. So if you've had a bad season, if you've had a bad round, you had a bad tournament and you want to be hard on yourself versus finding the small wins. If you're feeling like finding the small wins is a cop-out because you should be hard on yourself. I want to remind you of the value of having a small win is for your future self. It's for that next version of you that goes out there and plays in the tournament so they can remember the small wins along the way. It's that knowing that once you're in a negative place, you're going to create negative momentum and you can have a lot more negative crap showing up in your life. And that there's just no upside to it. Just negotiate with your brain. There's no reason for me to beat the crap out of myself. Let's just pivot right now. And if it's a habit, just start breaking the habit. Decide I'm going to break the habit of beating myself up. If I have a tendency to beat myself up for five days, I'm going to do it for four days. If I do it for four hours, I'm going to do it for three hours. It keeps shortening that window. It's not to say that we're not disappointed that we didn't have a good season. It's not to say that I'm going to sit in disappointment for a little while and sulk. Fine. Give yourself permission. Say, I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to turn around and I'm going to start moving in the other direction. I'm going to start figuring out what I need to do to improve and change and shift and have a better season. Because that's what we're designed to do is we're designed to grow. And when we're hard on ourselves, we shrink and it feels crappy. And nobody wants to feel crappy, my friends. If you need any help with this, I'm happy to help you. You can always reach out to me at Kathy at kathyhartwood.com. All right, my friends, have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. 